Go fuck yourself, Sun Club. <laughs> no. All right. Guess I have the new closing outtake again. <laughs> Welcome to Behind the Sins, presented by CinemaSins. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at what's going on inside the world of Cinema Sins. I'm Aaron Dice, and this week I'm joined by fellow Baffle Gabbers Jonathan Watkins. Hello, hello. And Ian Whittington. Hello. We write for Cinema Sins and TV Sins and do various other things inside the Cinema Sins universe as well. We will kick it off by thanking Ian for changing <laughs> a very specific word in my intro. <laughs> I changed two words. Did you? Two words. Oh, did I miss one? Did yes. I say the wrong word on one of them? No, you said the right word. You oh, just, I just I didn't trans- change it enough. Here's what it. I did. Here's okay. what I did. I changed a big word uh-huh. that I knew you would notice, and then I changed a little word to lull you into a full sense of security uh-huh. that you may have missed. But, but I got them both? You got them both right. I, I'll I, try I, harder. I still, I still don't know what the other one is. I think it was fellow. I changed to follow. Mm, okay. I read. Yeah, my brain transposed yeah. it to, to follow. I didn't hear it. No, I didn't say anything wrong. I didn't say anything oh, wrong. Okay. But he changed. He changed it to uh, going uh, on outside the world of cinema sins. That was the big one, <laughs> which almost short circuited my brain. <laughs> I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> uh, and then uh, by follow baffle gabbers, but I would never say it. like my brain skips mm-hmm. that word because I okay. know what it is. Okay, yeah. cool. I gotta yeah. try hard. Yeah, you gotta try harder. The beauty so. of that is that it was left open while I was recording Captain's Park. So I was like, <laughs> I mean, it's on the screen. That's right. I didn't have to hunt for it. It's like. Anchorman, go fuck yourself, San Diego. I, yes. I was testing that out. I really was. Yeah, yeah. Go fuck yourself, Sun Club. <laughs> no. All right. Guess I have the new closing outtake That's again. The <laughs> Intro. Ian just setting himself up every week. Uh, we are here for another battle of the sins, guys. We are into round two so we're going to hear from some of the highest seeds some of the movies with the most sins that are most likely to uh, move on we have not even talked about yet uh, because several of them got a buy to the second round so we will be discussing uh, many of those uh just some things uh one thing specifically i wanted to mention as we head uh into the second round the highest seed the biggest upset to make it to the second round. Do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? Uh, the movie or the number? Oh, um, the movie. Or the seed. 122. Uh, no, uh, uh, there was no. Is it on today's episode? Uh, it is not on today's oh. episode. So I haven't been here the last few weeks. So, so there were 107 movies, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the highest sure. seed, the biggest upset to make it through was the 98th seed. So oh. like there were only nine movies that had less sins uh, than this, and it still was voted the most sinful movie in the wow. first round. Drop Dead Fred. <laughs> no. Uh, Dave. It, it is the black phone. Uh, Interesting. So so there you go. And that was technically what did an upset. That, what did that beat? Uh, I would have to go. Jerry Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> we decided that the black phone was more sinful. Um, <coughs> where was it? I should be able to find this. The Piranha 2. Encanto. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we decided the black phone was uh, more sinful than Encanto. That's so, fair. Yeah. So Which it, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. I, Sometimes it, the matchups I, are yeah. going to be weird like that. Because it's not, it's the best movie. It's. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. honestly, Encanto might be a better movie too, but it is. Yeah, I got you. It's just weird. It's just weird. I don't know. It's hard to put your brain around this sometimes, like yeah. what we're actually moving on. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Especially with some of these matchups we're going to yes. talk about today. Uh, big reminder <laughs> that as this continues on, and now you're hearing the second round, uh, you will have new things to vote for as part of the audience uh, at the website that Ian always giggles at. Uh, it, Shalon. It is shalonge.com. Uh, slash 2022 <laughs> sin battle. Uh, it's challenge, but with That's an awesome. O for that uh, that second vowel. It's a stupid word. <laughs> it is. Uh, challenge.com slash 2022 <laughs> sin battle. How did that like someone changed your prep sheet. <laughs> How did how did that happen? Is that just a website that lets you do? It's like, a really this kind great of- uh, tournament <laughs> bracket website. It really is. Like the, they could. Why did they name it that? I think because it's like challenge, but one letter off. Oh, challenge. And, oh, yeah. I I, yeah. I see it now. Still dumb, <laughs> but I see it now. Oh, sorry. They might want to sponsor us. I love you, Shalange. <laughs> <laughs> yes, feel free to sponsor. Uh, so anyhow, yeah, just a reminder to head there to continue to get votes in for the further rounds. And people are doing that. Uh, so thank you for that, uh, because your votes might come in handy. Not today, because there are nope. just three of us. <laughs> mm-hmm. So there will be a winner amongst they, the three of us. But They uh, might end up in the further. If that's they're true. That's true. Isn't that what that's called an insidious and insidious yeah the further mm-hmm. uh yeah. Okay. so thank you for doing that for going and voting and being a fun part of this we do appreciate it we are into the second round now so things are really heating up there are no more buys all of the movies that will continue on are in uh this round so and then it's just uh just a few more rounds after that and we'll, we will have mm-hmm. a winner so We will head into the next, I think, 10 or 11 matchups today and uh, get through those and and chat about a few new ones as well. Um, As always, I will go to people here who have written on either of the contestants first, and you will have a few minutes to talk about what makes the movie that we're talking about sinful. You're not necessarily pushing for it to win or whatever. You're just saying, here are the things that, that make it sinful. Um, and then uh, we will go to the voting. Battle station! Fight! 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 Time for the one-on-ones. Who will win this year's million-dollar game? Ding, 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 ding. That's the sound of round two. So let's kick it off uh, <clears throat> with Vampire's Kiss, the number one seed in the contest. Nice. Uh, Vampire's Kiss versus The Hangover 3. Uh, So Vampire's Kiss is a one seed. Hangover 3 moved on as a 64 seed. Uh, Vampire's Kiss has, I'm going to say that's 10,158 sins. Uh, Close enough. And uh, Hangover 3 had 127. Jonathan, you wrote on Vampire's Kiss. None of us wrote on Hangover 3, but we discussed it a little bit last round. Um, Tell us what makes Vampire's Kiss so sinful. Well, and I, I feel bad because I think we talked about this at Sen Week, and um, I don't want to repeat myself, but uh, did we talk about Vampire's Kiss at Sen Week? We did Briefly. a... I thought we did a sinmentary <clears throat> on Vampire's Kiss, and that's where we talked about a lot a lot of this Oh, maybe stuff. that's what I'm thinking of. Maybe both. Um, okay. Who knows? Anyways, uh, oh, you're saying, you're saying Vampire's Kiss... It, it got a buy, is what you're saying. Okay. Correct. Correct. So this is the first time we're talking we're about... First time mm-hmm. in this tournament okay, we're I'm talking gonna... about Vampire's Kiss, for sure. So... What's interesting about talking about Vampire's Kiss now is that Renfield has come out. Mm-hmm. And if you like that Nicolas Cage accent, wait till you watch Vampire's Kiss. <laughs> like 10 minutes into Renfield, I was like, oh my God, he's doing the Vampire's Kiss accent. <laughs> uh, but that accent is also very, very sinful. And we have a lot of fun with it uh, uh, in the video. 
I also was thinking it's really wild how we love Nicolas Cage when he does stuff like this. Like, but if it was any other actor, like mm. for instance, if if Nicolas Cage was like took some of these Keanu Reeves roles, like Bram Stoker's Dracula, Much Ado About Nothing, uh, we would probably be praising that performance. Whereas uh-huh. with Keanu, we make fun of it. And it's the weirdest thing for me uh, that Nicolas Cage can do anything and it's acceptable. Um, but uh, yeah, there's plenty to send here. I mean, the story makes absolutely no sense. Uh, it's really hard, even after you've watched it, to figure out if he actually was a vampire or not, uh, which I guess is part of the point. It's really oh, hard to figure out if... Huh? That's interesting. I didn't... I've never seen this movie, so that's, yeah. that's interesting to me. I mean, I, I, I'm almost positive he's not a vampire. I mean, I don't know how you would think he was, but there's this other stuff that's really weird, like Jennifer Beale's character, whether she's real or not, and then she kind of has to be, but that doesn't make any sense. Uh, the craziest use of pasties I've ever seen in a movie out, set outside of a strip club. <laughs> um, I mean, it's insane. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, there's this is going to be a tough one to beat. I, I 100% recommend anyone watch to watch this movie. If you have any love for Nicolas Cage, please watch this movie. We really we uh, should have that to movie night. We should. I haven't seen it. Uh, when we did the the Sinmentary, I came away from the Sinmentary yeah. going, I really need to see this movie. <laughs> like. <laughs> Um, and so, I mean, plenty of it's been spoiled for me, obviously now, mm. but I don't think the things that I would enjoy about this movie experience necessarily can be spoiled. Nice. Um, but like you mentioned, one of the things during the cemetery is like, are you kidding me? He mentions the pasties, right? Which if you don't know, those, those aren't past, uh, pasties or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the, the little meat pasties, pies, yeah. pasties. No, they're not pasties. Pasties are, uh, used to cover the nipple in the areola oh, area. Okay. Uh, and it was clear they had put them on this woman because jennifer beals jennifer beals for like a nudity clause or whatever Mm. so that you know she wouldn't uh show her nipples or areola areola i don't know yes uh so areolases um (laughs) nope something else (laughs) so anyhow but then they just like show them in the movie so it's like is the character wearing them apparently i mean that's what it looks like it's like you know okay that could be fine (laughs) just really interesting Really interesting. It's just, stuff. it's just really odd from a visual standpoint. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not definitely. You know, you don't want to do nudity. I totally get it. I'm not saying that. It was just. It's just funny. So when you said um, the most interesting use outside of a strip club, and then Aaron started describing what they were, I assumed they were tasseled. So I was like, how does that <laughs> help? Well, of course, you're going to see. I mean, they, they could, could be. be. They could be tasseled, but these are like nude colored, so they're supposed yes. to blend in. Yeah. You know, it's basically just yeah. supposed to tassels don't blend in. It, I was very confused. It, yeah. Yes, it's it's supposed to uh, keep there from being a nip slip or yes, something like makes that. Sense. You know. Yeah, yeah. And they're just There's, and there I was just an it, entire nip slip, but right. it was just covered. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I will also say there's the the one thing about it that's not fun though is there and it, and it seems more uh, relevant today even uh, is that there's this one character it's like she's a like an assistant or something and like she works in the office and she gets like horribly verbally abused um, like the entire time so that that's like by Nicholas Cage I don't so that we send the hell out of that because that was mm-hmm. ridiculous mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know that I have much else to add. So it's such you guys haven't seen it because maybe we have a serious conversation about this movie, but uh, <laughs> I think you should watch it at some point. Uh, Ian, do you have uh, any way to kind of navigate this? <laughs> like, uh, wh- how are you planning on uh, doing your vote? Talk us through it. Um, well, it's up against The Hangover 3, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. So um, I haven't seen Hangover 3 since it came out at theater. So mm-hmm. I remember I've seen all three of these stupid ass movies. Mm hmm in the theater and i remember three <laughs> being the most egregiously ridiculous of all mm-hmm. of that it's when i like it really hit me that man trilogies just sometimes shouldn't happen like 
there seems to be like if you get a sequel you're almost guaranteed to get a third and it just it i remember thinking like 16 18 year old me whatever however old i was Mm -hmm. was just like why is it so hard to make a third movie from people that get along well and have had some success what is it about the third movie that falls apart um so my instinct is to vote hangover three and i think that's where i will be voting all right ian votes for hangover three uh i will go next and uh say man i cannot imagine even just with what i saw in the cemetery that uh there's enough to overtake vampire's kiss uh as sinful as it is so I will vote Vampire's Kiss, and I think appropriately we will leave it up to the person who has seen them both. <laughs> so, so, Jonathan, which is the more well, sinful movie, Vampire's Kiss or Hangover Three? And yeah, I mean, why. I, I, I already said that. Um, I don't. It's going to be really hard to beat Vampire's Kiss, uh, especially having seen it for me. So, yeah, I'm definitely going Vampire's Kiss. To be fair, I have not seen Hangover Three, but I mean. I feel like I have just watching the video and everything Ian said. Mm. It feels like I've already seen this movie many times. Uh, yeah, but, but they yeah, didn't no, kill a giraffe. Kiss. I think Hangover 3's biggest Kiss. problem. <laughs> Sorry? They didn't kill a giraffe in Vampire's Kiss. That's true. That's true. They it's did not point. kill a giraffe. They you did kill a first. bat. Aaron and Jonathan endorse giraffe killings. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think Hangover 3's most sinful thing is that it's it just sounds like it's really dull and it's really just, I don't know, it's just predictable and stupid. Yeah. So. Vampire's Kiss is just so out there. I, I like. There's not a movie like Vampire's Kiss. It's like the Barbarian of the '80s. <laughs> oh, I don't want to see it then. <laughs> the uh, the it's audience uh, does not agree. They have uh, Hangover at seventy-seven percent. That's got to be a twenty-three percent. That's got to be an artifact of people haven't seen Vampire's Kiss and they have seen maybe, Hangover Three. Maybe I would yeah. think. So Vampire's Kiss will move on to the next round, and it will play the quote-unquote winner of <laughs> Thor Love and Thunder versus Halloween Kills. Oh, this is tough. Boy. A 32 seed versus a 33 seed. Big Man. close matchup. 155 sins for Thor Love and Thunder. 153 sins for Halloween Kills. Jonathan, you wrote on both of these, and we wrote together on Thor Love and Thunder, but... Why don't you start by uh, telling us uh, what makes Thor Love and Thunder sinful? Um, first off, the movie looks like shit. Um, <laughs> not, it, it not the be, CGI artist's the, fault. This is a Marvel uh, yeah, problem. Yeah, correct. Correct. Uh, I mean, it, it's not even just that. It's just it's just nothing like, nothing like meshes together in that mm-hmm. movie. It's not just the CGI. That's probably a big part of it. But it's just like everybody looks like they're in a different movie and... It's just, it's wild to watch. It's probably one of the worst looking MCU movies. Uh, although Quantumanium, Quantumanium's got a, got a, got a potential to beat that. Um, all the humor that worked in Ragnarok is such a dud here. Like, it's just like, it's crazy. Cause it feels like he's just kind of doing the same thing, but everything just falls flat in this one. Uh, that whole sequence with the gods with Russell Crowe is just terrible. Um, yeah. And uh, Christian Bale seems to be in not only a different movie, but a much better movie that yes. I would have preferred to have watched. Yes. And that's it. And I think, you know, and again, we will yeah. be repeating some things, obviously, from when these were in yeah. their their yeah. first mm-hmm. their first battles. But, you know, as I look at it, um, I, I think that's it. For me, it's the tonality disparity. Like, it's just like yeah. you kind of nailed the movie I'm really interested in with the Christian Bale stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted to, like, and there's enough quirkiness and humor even in his stuff but he's got a like a different level of he's the only one acting <laughs> he just he 
took this seriously. Correct. And everybody else feels like they're a little bit in a cartoon. Yeah. And um, it just doesn't quite hold together. Uh, we talked about Halloween Kills as well, but uh, Jonathan... Um, as you remember that conversation or that movie, what you know always zooms you into what makes it sinful. Well, I think I think, and this 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 is effective. This has to do with the 2018, the one that came before it too. I just the idea that Michael Myers is this like notorious like serial killer that uh, you know gets podcast about him and all this kind of stuff uh, is a guy that 40 years before this killed like four people on this timeline. Now, if they had included mm -hmm. all of the sequels up to them. Uh, that they could have included, yes, he would obviously be a notorious serial killer because he would have killed like hundreds of people, but or not hundreds, but dozens, forties or whatever. Yeah, yeah, more than like five. Yeah, <laughs> and so I just think it's it's just kind of hard to like that that aspect of these and and the movies like really hit that hard. Uh, even in Halloween Ends, they talk about a bunch. You know, they make it seem like in Halloween Ends that like the entire town has just been turned over and everybody's you know everybody's afraid and all this. And it just, I don't know. It's just kind of one of those weird things. I, I don't think the, I don't think the movies sell that very well. Um, they killed Judy Greer. I mean, that's a sin, right? I don't agree. Totally agree. The stupidity of just all the people, the way they choose to go after Michael Myers and how they go about it. And that, I think we talked about this and we talked about this at sin week on that BTS episode, but the, uh, that scene in the hospital where they think they found Michael Myers and it's another guy who looks nothing like Michael Myers is one of the worst scenes I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. And in like a, especially like a big studio release movie. Mm -hmm. uh, it's so bad. It like hits you over the head with this horror. I mean, it's just like bashing you over the head with the metaphor. Yeah, yeah um, it really is. It doesn't like, make look any at what crowd, even... crowds can do. Look at the mm -hmm. evil of the people. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, it's, and it doesn't, I mean, and I guess that can happen even if the person doesn't look anything like Michael. But if like one person had just looked at the guy, they would have been like, hey, that's not Michael. Um, <laughs> He's a foot I shorter. will say though, this Halloween ends makes this movie better, uh, which is crazy, but I think it kind of does. <laughs> that but, is my biggest point. I came out of Halloween Kills hating it until I watched yeah. Halloween ends. I love yeah. Halloween Kills compared to Halloween ends. It <laughs> yeah, is such yeah, a yeah. weird change in mental state well yeah I know, it like doesn't it, it doesn't make it a better movie it doesn't make it a good movie but it just i feel like maybe i shouldn't have complained that much yeah, about exactly, that one because yeah. holy crap <laughs> uh, if we do this again next year assuming we do a halloween ends video that'll be uh, that'll be fun to talk about uh, -huh. uh but uh but yeah yeah that's kind of the the main stuff i mean it and it's just a terrible movie so you know well, Ian, uh, kick us off. Um, how do you, you know, how are you thinking about these two movies, Thor: Love and Thunder and Halloween Kills? Like, how do you decide which one's the most sinful? I like how I like how Aaron says Halloween. Like he's Halloween. Uh, Hallowed he's kind of between like American and <laughs> yes. British. Halloween. Yeah, Hallow I may have done we that. We celebrate proud. Halloween with tea and crumpets. Where where are the best football soccer teams currently playing, Aaron? <laughs> they are in the uh depending on who you talk to, the Premier League, mm -hmm. the Premier League, <laughs> no, no the Premier League I or never... the Premier League. I don't whatever. Yeah, good. <laughs> I never said Premier. Um so interestingly if we had been talking about this and this is the point jonathan made if we'd have been talking about this before halloween ends come out it's pretty clear for me that halloween kills beats thor but kills has gone up in my estimation so much after watching ends that thor has more about it and it's more of a it's more of a squandered opportunity it's more of a it's just like hey taika go do what you want which should be a home run it should be hey great but i think they gave him 
too many nukes. And <laughs> instead of like letting him play with some like really cool stuff, he got to play with everything. And I think it's where the Marvel guardrails may have helped a little bit. And I think Ragnarok, Ragnarok works because it's a very isolated, internal, self-contained bottle episode. With Love and Thunder, we go back into this galaxy-ending, god-ending, the world-is-over situation um, with the wackiness of Thor being disappointed that Jane is whatever Jane is doing. Um, just so many strange, strange big swings. Um, and I, I think it is more sinful. So I, w- I will be voting for Thor, Love and Thunder. Thor, Love and Thunder, more sinful than Halloween Kills. I will go next and uh, just say this is a really close match. It is. Both it of is. these movies are very, very sinful in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think uh, based on the... <sighs> whatever you want to call it a uh, point about uh rush to judgment cancel culture whatever they were trying to do in that scene mm. alone um i'm i'm not going to give halloween kills the uh not being the stinkiest turd at poop camp mm-hmm. uh you know benefit of the doubt uh it is <laughs> it is a terrible terrible film with lots and lots of sins i'm voting halloween kills that's fair uh yeah. make yeah the- and to be Make, Sorry, make ahead. the decision, Jonathan. And to be fair, I wasn't trying to say Halloween Kills was less sinful. I was just making a comment that mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. it becomes better because of how terrible Halloween ends. But you're right. Um, also, I forgot to mention too the other thing about Halloween Kills that kill, that kills me <laughs> um, <laughs> is at the end, which is kind of a cool sequence where the mob is like beating the crap out of Michael Myers, and there's like the Lori has got some narration or something going on, or she's talking to somebody at the hospital. Mm. And then Michael Myers comes back and starts killing all of them. That's kind of a cool scene in a, in a way, but the way they execute it, the way they do like the narration and the score and everything, all of a sudden it's like you're supposed to be rooting for Michael Myers. Yes. It's the weirdest, mm-hmm. it's so weirdest strange. thing. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I remember just leaving that just being really uncomfortable because it's like, as much as I love like the original Halloween, I've never once been like, God, I hope Michael wins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it bugs me as well because he's suddenly... coin. He suddenly became supernatural as well. And I was yeah. like a yeah, thousand percent less interested when they lent into the the more he kills, the more immortal he becomes. I was like, cool, I'm out. He, it's funny, Daniel randomly, because Daniel hasn't seen a lot of these movies. So he was randomly asking me that the other day if Michael mm-hmm. Myers was supernatural. I was like, it depends. How much time do you have? <laughs> yeah. Was basically my answer. Like, yeah, I, I it don't depends know. on the movie. All right. I'm going to flip a coin because I have no idea. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> abdicating your oh, role sorry. Wow. heads or halloween tails were uh because head h halloween so it's thor yes thor love and thunder moves on i disapprove of your methods i agree with your results uh they were good... just even for me i had no, no idea. the good news is the audience also believes thor very mm. very close 54 percent to 46 percent they're extremely sinful but for different reasons um it's possible also i was always going to pick thor and i just wanted to have a little show <laughs> yes <laughs> that is that is possible as well now it's possible um yeah halloween kills had a chance to win this whole thing for me i it is wow it is so bad. It is so bad. I meant Halloween kills. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but Thor Love and Thunder will move on to uh, fight against Vampire's Kiss in the next round. Uh, so that will be fun. And we will have watched Vampire's Kiss. By then. then. Yes, yes. Yes. By then we will have watched it. 
let's move on to the next battle between the Adam Project, the 16 seed, mm. and Bad Mom's Christmas, the 49th seed. Uh, Why isn't Danae here to talk about Bad Mom's Christmas? <laughs> right? Yes, please. That was amazing. Just listen, I, I could tell you what makes Bad Mom's Christmas sinful. Or you could just re-listen to the first episode uh -huh. of this podcast. <laughs> What's uh, great season. is that I know she's watched the Adam Project, so yeah, she could have compared these two. She could have. I, I mean, I think I know her vote. Uh, yes. Either way. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, so yes, you can replay that entire conversation. Danae and I wrote on Bad Mom's Christmas. Uh, you know, we talked uh, plenty about how ridiculous. Uh, this movie treats actual relationships, the things it wants you to invest in, it treats as ridiculous and silly. And then comes to the end and just one of the men steps in and solves it for the women. <laughs> and it's just like, what are we doing here? Uh, so yeah, bad, bad mom's Christmas is very, very sinful. Um, as far as the Adam project, have we all seen the Adam project? Yeah. Good. I'm interested to, to, I have, yes. to get your opinions on, on how it's sinful. But I remember when we were, we were sending this in and talking about what make it, makes it sinful, uh, a lot was focused on, and I think rightly so, that many of the sci-fi elements in this movie are used so incorrectly. Like mm. if you have this technology, here's what, you'd be doing with it not this mm -hmm. uh it also like for a moment am i wrong for a moment it has lightsabers like it, it, does. Li it literally like yeah. it, it 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 pulls mm -hmm. from you know many which is fine i mean movies do this like mm -hmm. you know but it is a sin right like that's something that makes it sinful um it is the most magnets how do they work movie i've ever seen <laughs> like there are so many like in that last scene of just stupidity uh, yeah. with magnets like I think the entire denouement is a uh, a magnet-based bullet pull, which yeah. makes no sense. Uh, so, yeah, very, very sinful. And, you know, I think worthy of its seed. It had 207 sins, uh, Bad Mom's Christmas with 136. But I think we've got another really, really difficult one here. Um, Jonathan, you kick us off with the voting. Talk a little bit about these two movies and which you think is more well, sinful. Unfortunately, I have not seen Bad Mom. I mean, not unfortunately. I'm kind of glad I haven't no, seen Bad Mom. No, no, no. But um, I've heard Danae and uh, Ian, you watched it too, right? Uh-huh. Yep. Sadly. And then Aaron, you wrote on it, Aaron? Is that I right? I did. Yeah, I wrote on both of these. Okay. So I've heard enough from you guys to think that uh, Bad Mom's Christmas is really bad. Uh, Adam Project, I saw, but like, I don't remember a ton about it. It was just a movie that just didn't stick with me. Like, I didn't mind it. It wasn't anything like I was like, oh, that was awesome. And it kind of had that same thing. I like Free Guy fine, and I like Free Guy better. But it had that kind of same thing where it's like, hey, remember this? Remember this? Remember this? Mm -hmm. You know, when you were a kid, the member berries uh, thing that a lot of movies have these days, and it's getting old. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm going to go with Bad Mom's Christmas, though, because I just can't see a world where that doesn't have more sins. Or is it more sinful than than right. uh, adam project uh jonathan votes for bad mom's christmas and i will say ian before we get to your vote mm. uh just because i didn't say it and i want to say it i actually really like the adam project yes. i actually really enjoy yes. the movie yeah which is, well, this is just Ryan one of those Reynolds things. is in it so of course right. you do. like it's a it's a great hang <laughs> um so like it is one of those situations and again one of the things i love about this tournament is it is a super sinful movie that i 
kind of really enjoy. So, um, so yeah, it's two, that's two, two different things. Yes, absolutely. Ian, uh, discuss your vote. Well, Jonathan stole my free guy comparison because the Adam Project Sorry. really is... No, you're fine. You couldn't have known. Um, flip a coin. Um, the Adam Project <laughs> is to, like, back to the future and time travel movies, what free guy is to video game movies. Like, it, it feels like they are, like, spiritual sequels to each other in the same universe. Um, and I had such a great time with it. But, yeah, the science and the time travel, I remember being sad that i wasn't on it because i take great joy in sinning time mm-hmm. travel and paradoxes and but it is the rule of cool and the rule of fun it's it's used to get us to a fun place and it gets away with it for me because i do have a fun time with it um i do really 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 enjoy it um and bad moms is just a despicable movie as <laughs> <laughs> now and this is where it, for me it comes down to i'm almost positive that um uh the adam project has more individual sins but the cultural weight of the bad mum sins is heavier mm. so i have i have like some pellet-sized turds in uh, the adam project and some big old elephant dung for, for mm-hmm. bad moms so yeah that that gets my vote Bad Mom's Christmas for Ian. So uh, Bad Mom's Christmas will move on. Uh, I think this was a lot more difficult for me than you two. Mm -hmm. Uh, I am going to vote as well with Bad Mom's Christmas, but just barely. Interesting. Adam Project, as much as I like it, is a really sinful Mm -hmm. movie. Uh, And... And you do have the sinner's bias on this as well, which I think is a thing that exists in this context. If you're the one that sinned <laughs> sure. the movie, right. you think it's more sinful than the right. movie and I you sin didn't sin. Both of these, though. so Then I shut up. <laughs> you should flip a coin. <laughs> I don't need to. Uh, I am voting Bad Mom's Christmas. If it had just been the, like, the, the annoying, um, you know, uh, gender role, like that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, um, I don't know that that would have been, you know, enough, but it's also sinful in so many other ways, yeah. you know, and again, we talked about a lot of this, but like the half hour sky zone co- commercial in the middle of it, <laughs> how many ridiculous things happen during that half hour at sky zone that would never happen. Mm-hmm. Like the, it has actual like movie sins yeah. on top of the, uh, the cultural sins yeah. or whatever you want to say. It's not so, just bridesmaids. Correct. Yes, exactly. So, uh, bads, uh, bads moms, <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Uh, will be a unanimous choice and uh, also the choice of the audience, 93% to 7% uh, <laughs> chose Bad Mom's Christmas Amazing on that one. We'll move on. Uh, uh, Bad Mom's Christmas will move on to face the winner of Sweeney Todd versus the never-ending story. <laughs> what, a, uh, what a double feature that would be. One of our big upsets in the first round, the never-ending story. What did it be? It be something what did it be you know if you're gonna keep asking this question <laughs> i'm sorry i was there for that one i just don't remember uh, but yeah it beat um i have it right here I'll quit it asking. beat scream 2022 yes five cream oh yes. yeah uh, so Jonathan and Ian, you guys wrote on Sweeney Todd. We haven't talked about that one yet. Mm. This uh, got a buy in the first round as a 17 seed, 202 sins, uh, never ending story. Uh, as mentioned, a big upset, an 81st seed, making it to the second round with 120 sins. Uh, Chris and Jeremy wrote on that one. Um, 
Ian, let's start with you. Uh, some thoughts on what makes uh, Sweeney Todd so sinful. Uh, uh, oh, my goodness. It is the fact that any of it happened. <laughs> and I know that we're in. <laughs> I know that we're in an enhanced reality here. We're in a hypergothic, super weird place where people sing, and it's a musical world, so nobody cares that you're suddenly singing. That's fine. But the fact that he gets away with these murders is so sinful, and just the means by the means by how he does it, and mm-hmm. just his motivation as well. I'm going to dedicate my life to being this demon barber because of this trauma that happened mm-hmm. um his motivations are baffling to me the romeo and julietness of the finale uh, um killing the wrong right person whatever is just <laughs> i just had such the biggest eye roll when i got to the finale. i was like uh they're all gonna die aren't they <laughs> so basically you're 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 sinning just the artistic uh inspiration of steven sondheim that's you're just you're just no. like this whole idea is dumb Yes. Don't <laughs> okay. turn it into a movie. I think it's something that works better on stage okay. than All in right. movie land. I think there is a there is a, a subtle difference there. Interesting. Um, but I actually had a really great time with it. I my expectations were so low because I'm not a huge Johnny Depp fan. I'm an even lower lower over b- bigger not Less fan of musicals. Um but yeah, something in this movie I really really enjoyed. Um but it is really the the villain good guys plan that makes this fall apart for me in, in in the specificness of what makes the villains plan sinful yeah i'm dedicating his whole life to this and how he gets away with it okay okay so it's not like the usual you know villains plan like doesn't make sense it's more just like the fact that this this type of person would exist it's both both of those okay things. Yeah. all right uh jonathan what makes uh, uh sweeney todd the movie uh, so sinful yeah, Ian, I'm surprised you didn't mention that chair because I think you wrote like 57 cents. Well, that's just all about part that chair. of my how he got away with it because oh my, I know, it's no, my I know. favorite thing. The the geography oh, of crazy. that house. They this is this is one of those occasions where the movie gives you too much information because it shows you exactly where in the house that chair is, which is all you need to know that it can't work the way that he's using it. Yeah, it no, can't crazy. lead to where it's going, and it's in full view of all of London next yeah. to a window. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. It, where he sees people all the time, but they somehow don't see him. Yeah. Um, and also the fact that the fact that like Alan Rickman and uh, I can't remember the other actor's name, but like his henchman, the fact mm. that they don't know that Sweeney Todd is uh, is Benjamin Barker. Is that his name? Benjamin Barker? Yeah, I think it's something ridiculous because like he's got <laughs> some they, makeup on. Yeah, not only does he still look the same, but he's at his old. Yes. <laughs> Uh, salon or whatever yes. or like he didn't even change location <laughs> <laughs> and they go up there and just talk to him like he's oh you're really good at shaving thank you and it's like how do you not fucking know that's him mm-hmm. uh it's it's insane uh also my we have a ship's penis uh penetrating the fog as ian so uh correctly wrote that was a funny one i thought that um, was you that wrote but, that that's amazing well, maybe i did write that one <laughs> no, you i don't know anymore <laughs> We wrote this like a year ago. I do love uh, that your favorite scenes you attribute to me. There, there's something sorry. very nice about that. And then there, I mean, there's just a lot of little things in there. Helena Bonham Carter's character, who is like clearly broke, she can't even keep her restaurant clean, but she kept these like really expensive silver knives for him, thinking he was dead. Like she never sold mm-hmm. these knives. I don't know. It's just stuff like that that obviously makes it very simple. The movie was fine. I didn't love it or anything. Um, uh, with Tim Burton, I mean, you're always going to get 
a great visual experience, mm-hmm. even if the movie does doesn't work. But uh, I don't know. And I guess I didn't know this. I thought I knew this play better than I did, but I didn't recognize any of the songs. I would like to see this uh, performed. Mm-hmm. I think that could be fun. Uh, but this movie is really, really simple. And it's just kind of okay as a movie. So, mm-hmm. well, I get to uh, start the voting um, since uh, I didn't write. Now, I'll talk. You know, we talked a little bit about the never-ending story, and I, I think it is one of the prime examples of a movie I love being super, super sinful. Uh, and there are a lot of sins, as mentioned in that first episode in the never-ending story. In fact, um, I think the sins, <laughs> the kid, the kid, that fucking kid. <laughs> I think the sins of Sweeney Todd are many of them are sins of taste. Uh, and that's not to say that there isn't a, uh, you know, uh, that that isn't sinful for him to get away with it. You know, this works is definitely a sin, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but other than that, I, I think the movie is, you know, fairly well constructed, well acted, you know, um, so, yeah, I'm voting for The NeverEnding Story as the more sinful movie of these two. Uh, again, <laughs> it's wild that I would put The NeverEnding Story into the third round, but that, uh, that is my vote. Um, Jonathan, why don't you go next? Um, I, I don't, I mean, no, I, I agree with everything you said. I mean, I think Sweetie Todd does have plenty of sins, but I, yeah, there's something about The NeverEnding Story. When you start looking into the story, I guess, as you would, uh, that it really starts falling apart. Uh, I will admit that is not a, like that is not a child. I don't really have a, like a childhood movie. That's not like one that I loved as a kid. So, um, and it's not one I've revisited as an adult. Uh, but, uh, I do feel like it should go. I think it's more sinful than, than Sweeney Todd. All right. Well, never ending story. We'll move on. Ian, what was your vote going to be? Um, it's unanimous. It was the never ending story. I think there's just more to it. And, yeah, that Sweeney Todd is, I may disagree with the methods and the motivations, <laughs> but it is an ABC, well-acted, well-sung, well-put-together thing. It's almost like Stephen Sondheim knows how to put a musical <laughs> together. Almost, almost. <laughs> almost. We also forgot to mention real quick in Sweeney Todd that like he goes from like, I'm just going to get revenge on these couple of people to, well, I should practice on other people. So yes! He just murders like <laughs> I'm gonna practice a my slew of innocent people. Uh-huh. Who like, is walking past the shop through that window? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of nuts. Oh, and I'm like, going to dump a kid at the same time. He's Michael Myers. <laughs> and unlike the never-ending story, it doesn't undo it by the end. Like, yeah. a never-ending story undoes yeah. everything it does at the uh-huh. end. Everything. Yeah. None of it mattered. It None was of all it. a dream. Our tax, but- nope, no longer buried in the swamp of sadness, yeah. just running in the fields. All that emotion <laughs> you also- felt is pointless. Also, the story ends. So it's, that's the sentence. It's just a lie. Right. It's just a lie. Uh, Never-ending story. Also, the audience's choice. 85% to 15% uh, say it is the more sinful movie. So it will be moving on to face Bad Mom's <laughs> Christmas in the third round. Denae <laughs> has to be on for that. I, I think my favorite thing about this is the matchups. It's the best. It's so great. Let's talk about one, another one we haven't talked about. Uh, Street Fighter. This was a Sin Club release. It's um, electromagnetism. Uh, it is the number eight seed with 253 sins. That'll go up against The Mask, uh, which is a 57 seed uh, with 131 sins. I wish Jeremy was here for this. <laughs> so that's bad. All, that's, all, that's all I'm laughing. It's absolutely why I'm laughing. Uh, you want to hear Jeremy uh, argue that the mask is more sinful than Street yes. Fighter. <laughs> I do because he will lose that fight if he has any intellectual integrity. I don't. 
I he might go Street Fighter. I, well, I don't Ian, know. Uh, you get to start us off because you're the only one that yeah. wrote on either of these. You did write on Street Fighter. Yeah, so I did. what does make Street Fighter uh, so sinful? I think purely the fact that it's one of my most fun sinning experiences. It was a sin a second. It's just constantly. Raul Julia is the only one that knows what film he's in. Everyone <laughs> else is completely just in a it's like thor just in a different movie um and it's it's a big swing like it is street fighter even at this point was a classic classic game and they got a great cast for this um like van damme a lot of other people i'm not going to be able to remember to name but they got people for this movie and they're great though they were amazing they i still were, know who they are no can't remember who they are um uh is it ming Wen is also in this she plays yeah. um oh, Aaron. You're supposed to know this. <laughs> but will he? Ming Nguyen. Yes, I did it. I said it with confidence and I meant it. Um but it is just it's so over the top. It's so cheesy. Um it's the most convoluted um double cross, I think is the best way to put it. Um and it's ju- it's just an absolute cheese fest and it's bad acting bad line delivery <laughs> other than Raul julia like it, it's just it, it's just the, the scene when he's talking to ming Wen and she's just like you you destroyed my village you killed all of my people and he's just like the day bison visited your village it was the worst day of your life for me it was tuesday <laughs> his line delivery and i'm now saying nice things about this movie but it's so over the top and it's so it feels like it's sincere it feels like it's trying to be a mm-hmm. big 80s action movie and misses the point that it it should have lent way more into the comedy parody aspect and less into we're doing a Schwarzenegger style action yeah. fest over here. Um, yeah, that's that's my vote. <laughs> uh, I don't know we, that we need to spend a ton of time on this. Uh, yes, I understand there are certain among us in the Cinema Sins world <laughs> that think The Mask is a terrible movie with a... A lot, a lot of sins. I will say that The Mask is a really fun movie, in my opinion, with a lot, a lot of sins. Suck it, Jeremy! Uh, but uh, not enough sins for me to put it over Street Fighter. We don't. I don't need to debate that one too long. Mm-hmm. Street Fighter is the more sinful movie, it in my mess. opinion. Uh, Jonathan, what about you? I'm going to flip a coin. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Street, <laughs> Street Fighter. I think the biggest, one of the biggest sins of Street Fighter might be that Raul Julia, that was his last film. Like, I feel mm. so bad for that guy. Like, that's your last film. That's yeah. unfortunate. That seems to happen, though, every time somebody has a last film. It's like not not a great one always. Yeah, so no, it's Street Fighter. I mean, I I, I this also killed uh, Stephen, De, Stephen E. D'Souza. This was his directorial debut. And he was the guy that wrote a ton of those 80s action movies mm-hmm. that Ian was referring to. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, this kind of killed his career from what I remember. Uh, but yeah, no, it's Street Fighter. It's Street Fighter all the way. Mm-hmm. All right, Street Fighter will move on. Uh, it is eighty-five to fifteen in the audience uh, agreed that Street Fighter not more the cheese, movie. the key. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Uh, oh, it's one of my all-time favorite moments in a comedy. I, I don't like that movie as much as you two, but mm-hmm. the, that, that that scene's awesome. I'm really. We're gonna watch the Mask and Vampires Kiss on Thursday, <laughs> aren't we? Well, Street Fighter will move on to face the winner of the Eternals versus Dune 2021. Oh, this is actually a perfect how, how matchup. How did Dune even... I can't believe we picked Dune. <laughs> it's, that, it's so sinful. Vo- it is, it is so sinful. This is a it just seems silly movie. afterwards. Yeah. Uh, and it might have gone up against something. 
something really good. I don't I don't remember. Eternals is the 25 seed. Dune 2021 is a 40 seed. $0.175 for Eternals, 142 for Dune. Chris and Janae writing on Dune. And Ian, it was you and Chris on Eternals. Mm -hmm. Why don't you talk a little bit uh, more, if you want to, uh, about the Eternals? Um, um, we all destroyed it pretty well on the first episode. <laughs> yeah, we did. Well, well, Dune went up against Surf's Up. <laughs> that's how it. That's how oh. it won. I think out yeah. of being double the length, mm -hmm. um, and Eternals went up against Source Code, which Source Code we should have never seen because it's a perfect movie. Um, but yeah, man, we send perfect movies. <laughs> I know. What we do here? Uh, yeah. F so I'm gonna I'm gonna show my hand straight away. For me, Eternals could go over all the way. Eternals is my favorite to win. Um, most sinful in general just long boring overcomplicated, waste of a cast too many characters all at once too many tones too many tones just yeah a mess of a mess of stuff dune is a stunningly beautiful mildly dull well-executed movie that i would argue in some ways isn't as good as the 1984 version but not as sinful as the eternals uh, yeah, we don't need to spend a ton of time on this one. Eternals is the more sinful movie. Uh, we talked about both of these. It, this is one of those matchups that feels right. It you does, know, the, yes. you, like this is a matchup you look at and you go, okay, these are similarly, mm -hmm. uh, you know, targeted kind of movies, right? Yeah. And uh, and you go, oh yeah, obviously Eternals is the more sinful. Um, at least I do. Uh, Jonathan, what about you? Yeah, no, it's a turn. Yeah, Eternals moving on. It's like, you know, it's like Colgate getting to the second round in the NCAA tournament. You're like, well, you did well winning that first game, Colgate. Now you're done. I don't understand what any or of those words that meant. Dune. Dune would be that example. Yes, yes. Oh, Dune uh, is the Colgate. Thank you. This, this... Colgate is a college. Could not, <laughs> not tell you where it toothpaste. is. Uh, but okay. it is a toothpaste. Also a toothpaste. It's yes. also, it's also, also a toothpaste. toothpaste. Okay, but good. you pronounce uh, the toothpaste premiera. <laughs> Get out. Get out. <laughs> Cool gate. Cool, cool whip. Gate. Yes. Nice. Uh, cool whip. Eternals will move on uh, to face Street Fighter in the next round. Uh, and the audience agrees at 100% to 0% yes! the very first time. It is unanimous <laughs> with the audience. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> the Eternals is one Eternals. of those that could win it all. Uh, the, the Eternals will I'm be moving kidding. on. I'm not kidding. It could win. I don't know how I'm going to vote against it. Well, let's talk about Wild Wild West, shall we? And uh, Edward <laughs> okay. Scissorhands. Uh, this will be the next matchup. The number nine seed with 247 sins versus Edward Scissorhands with 132 sins. Um, I wrote on Wild Wild West with uh, Daniel, Chris, and Jeremy writing on Edward Scissorhands, which we talked about in the first round. Uh, Wild Wild West. So very sinful. I will say, uh, as with some of these movies, I actually have a little bit of a soft spart. Spart? Mm -hmm. a soft spart in <laughs> yeah. my heart. Hot. I've got a little oh bit of a so soft spart in my hot. Yep. Uh, for Wild Wild West, but that probably has a lot to do with the charisma of Will Smith and uh, and also some of the fun that I always have with uh, Kevin Klein, uh, who's also in that. And I think a very, very underrated uh, comedic actor, even though lots of people Tango and Cash is Kevin Klein? Tango and Cash is Kevin Klein. Yes, exactly. You get it. So, uh, so yes, uh, Wild Wild West is sinful for many, many reasons. Um, primarily among them, the tech that I enjoy thinking about or not thinking about so much, just enjoying when you actually start to think about it makes no sense whatsoever. Almost every single technical invention that the Kevin Klein character makes is nonsense. 
uh, in that's, you know, uh, unfortunate uh, in many, many ways. Uh, there's also the um, very strange, out-of-date, uh, made-in-a-different-world contextually cross-dressing. Uh, and some of the commentary that goes around that uh, is is really off-putting now these days. Uh, it was also interesting uh, sending this movie pretty soon after the Oscar incident. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah. Good timing. Uh, so, yeah. So there was a lot of uh, interesting stuff there. But I think primarily the sin of this movie, the, the largest one, the heaviest one, the biggest one, is the light-hearted way it treats slavery in the United States of America and race relations. And there are some scenes that you watch and you just, there's a lynching scene in this movie oh that, is supposed crazy. To, that is supposed to be a pile of laughs. It's joke after joke. The things this movie script makes Will Smith say, it oh, needs no. to apologize to him. Like it is, this, this is, Wow. I mean, it's and that's uh, that to me is is, you know, what really weighs it down. Um, so, uh, Ian, I'm taking it from your responses. You've never seen Wild Wild West. I haven't seen Wild Wild West or Edward Scissorhands. Oh, OK. Neither of them. I have no intention on seeing Wild Wild West for so many reasons. <laughs> but Edward Scissorhands, I, I don't I will know if you'd like day. Edward Scissorhands or not. That would be an interesting one for you to watch. I always remember wanting to watch because the weird stuff your brain holds on to. It was the trailer on the front of Home Alone, um, the VHS uh, that I had in yeah, yeah, yeah. whenever. So I always, I know that trailer backwards and I always wanted to watch it, but we just, mm -hmm. we never bought it. So I, I will see it one day. So uh, why don't you start us uh, off with a vote, Mr. Ignorance? I'm, I mean, can Jonathan not go first? He's seen both of these movies. I, I like yes, to save the, person, the, oh, okay. the people with the educated answers for the end. <laughs> Great. Um, you, I mean, all I've seen of Wild Wild West is Will Smith's balls, and that's because you put it in front of me. <laughs> I can't believe they're in that movie. <laughs> right. No, like, no, what's the name of the thing? The cap? The nipple cap? The, yeah. Uh, the yeah, pasty. Premier? The pasty, yeah. Hate no pasties pasty. anywhere. Bull pasties. Um, so I, I just... I feel like, based on what you've said, there's going to be far less lynching in Edward Scissorhands. So I think <laughs> Can you I just have say to... ball pasties? Yes. Is that what you just fucking said? Oh my god. There are more. There are less ball pasties and more lynchings. Therefore, Wild mm -hmm. Wild West wins. Mm -hmm. And just please oh to be clear, god. it's pasties. The pasties are the meat pie. I just, you know... Wait, are we, are we back in um, Demon, uh, the barber? <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> Uh, oh man, I meant to mention when we were talking about Sweeney Todd this season of Schmigadoon. Do you know the show Schmigadoon? I'm I not know, asking you if you've I've seen, seen it, it, but I, I know, know of it. The second season is like Sondheim era, like mm -hmm. musicals, that kind of stuff. And oh. there's a whole like Sweeney Todd esque storyline that is slaying me. It's so good. Nice. Schmigadoon is so, so good. Uh, really, really enjoying it. Anyways, it yes, back to the, the ball pasties, pasties, whatever you, you want to... <laughs> the premiere ball Whatever pasties. you want to eat or cover yourself with. Yes. Uh, Wild Wild West is Ian's vote. Uh, it's mine as well. Jonathan, what about you? Um, you know, the, the most sinful thing about Edward Scissorhands is the, how that chair works. It's... Mm -hmm. I don't understand how the chair works in Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> Wait, are we um, back in Sweeney Todd? Uh -huh, yes, yes. yes. Good. <laughs> uh, I will say this about Edward Scissorhands, and I talked about this when we talked about it in that ep that first episode, that it's weirdly, because I think a lot of people obviously say, like, if you like this now, it's nostalgia, but I did not like it as a kid, and I love it as an adult. Mm -hmm. Although, Chris bringing up Anthony Michael Hall's <laughs> 
vehicle as a fuck van has yeah. completely changed my perspective uh, <laughs> on that movie. But no, yeah, it's Wild Wild West. I even remember in 1999 watching that in the theater thinking like, but that lynching scene just being super uncomfortable being like, what is this? <laughs> like, I don't even know like what we're supposed to be laughing at. It was just weird. And uh, that was also crazy too. That was, he had had what Independence Day and Men in Black, I guess had been the two big hits at that point. And they were July 4th weekend. So I remember that year they started calling it Big Willie Weekend. And then, and then that movie kind of bombed. So nice. Was, yeah. Uh, it's Wild Wild West, though. I, not even close. There you go. Wild Wild nice. West uh, will move on. Uh, it was also the audience choice uh, to move on at 77% to 23%. It will face the winner of Moonfall versus Willow. Oh. <laughs> What a convoluted way to say Moonfall goes ahead. <laughs> Moonfall with 177 sins uh, is the 24 seed. Willow, the 41st seed with 141 seed, uh, sins. Uh, Ian and Jonathan, you both wrote on Moonfall. Jonathan, you also wrote on Willow. Um, so mm -hmm. let's start there. Let's start with Willow, uh, although we've talked about it a little bit. Actually, scratch yeah. that. Let's not start with Willow. Let's start with Moonfall since we haven't talked about it. Jonathan, uh, what do you have to say about what makes I thought we Moon... did talk about Moonfall. Did we? Did... On... Oh, it didn't get no. a buy, did it? In round one. No. Yeah, it, it should have gone a round... buy. Yeah. It 100% should have I mean, that's you and, uh, you and Jonathan's yeah, fault for not giving it enough sins. Um, I, well, I think. I don't remember. Oh, no. Oh, I see what you're saying. For it not getting ranked higher. Yeah. I, yeah. You're saying. I mean, 177. That must have been close to getting yeah. a buy. It was very close. That's I think, big. I think the top. Well, I can I can uh, look here, actually. <laughs> it wasn't 10 million. No, no fair. <laughs> fair. It should have been. That fucking moon and hits the planet. The worst thing about Moonfall is that fucking chair. I just I hate it. <laughs> In the shuttle, it was one. It was one away. Yeah, I mean, it, was, it literally what twenty three movies got us uh, a buy, and yeah. it was the twenty fourth. That, that, so. that that makes sense. Okay. I mean, it's the same part of it is the same sin over and over again as well. Yeah, it has that. Yeah, you just yeah. got to move on. Well, uh, I'll start us off. Um, I mean, uh, Moonfall is clearly <laughs> the more the more sinful movie here. That's a movie I think has a chance to go uh, quite a ways in this tournament. We've talked about the many reasons why. Um, most of them involving the fact that the movie decided to have the moon fall. Yes. <laughs> Into the planet. And then back again. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, because, because it wasn't just a moon. It did not, uh, it did not lie. It, nope. it took the line from, from Star yeah. Wars and made it a movie. Yes, it did. It really did. Yeah. Uh, Ian, your vote? Oh, it stole from Deep Space Nine. Um, it's absolutely... It's recycling ideas from 25 years ago. Um, uh, yeah, it's just... I, I take it back. Um, the Eternals is a fantastic <laughs> movie. Um, Thor Love and Thunder deserves all of the Oscars. Uh, Moonfall should go all the way for me. Um, it is terrible. It is not well acted. People... Everyone inside the movie... They just got the tone wrong. You got to lean into the ridiculousness. This has to be mm -hmm. Don't Look Up. This is what the disaster in Don't Look Up should have been. And like the moon is touching the earth and they still deny that there is a disaster happening. It's mm. how ridiculous it is. Um, and it's just dumb and it has to have a big twist at the ending. So it hits so many mm. of the cinema scenes mm. branded cliches that it's just it's off the it's off the charts. It is. It's in orbit. Unlike the moon. <laughs> yeah, Jonathan, what's your vote? Yeah. I, I saw this in the theater. Uh, it was like it was a family trip. It was like me, my mom, my wife, and my daughter. Uh, 
I don't know why we all decided to go see that. That was a waste of time. Um, <laughs> my worst, probably the worst film of 2022, probably. Uh, it's terrible in every inconceivable way. It's very sinful. I remember though when when we were watching it for the sinning, I I sent email. I sent Ian a note just saying. Holy shit! This these are the wormhole aliens. Like yes. I, I mean, <laughs> I haven't seen the movie. It's like yet. they completely. It feels like they just ripped it off, and yeah. I don't. And like, I don't know. I mean, I don't. Nobody's gonna admit that, but man, I, I had, mean, it's really weird. I had no context, so I was like, I really want to yeah. see this movie. That's and as soon as that scene happened, yeah, I was like, oh, they take wow. that like that Cis, Cisco talking to his wife mm-hmm. on the beach. Like that scene is in this movie. Yes. <laughs> it's like two different characters. It's so weird. Wow. <laughs> Well, there you go. Uh, but anyway, uh, Willow's biggest thing I remember being, if I, I'll just mention Willow. Uh, oh, yeah, Willow's in this. That <laughs> Willow, is, Willow is a dick. That's like my biggest takeaway from watching that movie, again, as an adult, was like, Willow is kind of awful. Like, yeah. I don't know why anybody is siding with him on anything. And like, like the Val Kilmer character even seems like a much better person. Uh, but anyways, uh, it's, it's Moonfall. <laughs> there you go. I'm going to have a hard time picking anything against Moonfall. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that's going to be tough. Moonfall will, uh, move on to beat Wild Wild West in the next round. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> did I just, what? <laughs> did I just spoil something? Uh, all right, let's move on. That's crazy to think that one of those is going to be gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. sucks. The fourth seed. Time to introduce the fourth seed. Might be a surprise to you. Mm. The Princess Diaries. Yeah, fuck uh, this movie. <laughs> Uh, at number four versus Minority Report at number 61. The Princess Diaries uh, rides to the four seed on 985 sins. Not enough. Not enough. Uh, Minority Report uh, has 131. Ian, talk about what makes the Princess Diaries. So who's almost a thousand sins fourth of sinful. Moonfall deserves an Oscar. Um, the Princess no, Princess Diaries has the most egregious, isn't this person ugly, hideous, and unlikable because they have mm. glasses and frizzy hair? Mm-hmm. Let's pretty them up and change everything about them. Um, it's, I was abhorred. Is that is that a word? Abhorrent? Abhorred? What's the, what's the, like? Abhorrent? Yeah, I don't what's know. The, something can be abhorrent. What's the, the doing verb of that? Something <laughs> abhors me. <laughs> I don't think it's in common you usage, whatever that but is. feel free to make it up. It did it to me. I was yeah. abhorred by this film and not in the <laughs> Sounds like way. you're just Italian. Yes. That's I was abhorred. <laughs> I was abhorred. <laughs> yeah, you're American. I want a meatball. Um, yeah, this, I remember everyone around me loving this movie growing up and then watching it now. And I was like, you had terrible parents, as do all of us, <laughs> because this movie is... This movie has all of the wrong messages. There is a nice message in there somewhere about friendship and whatnot, but it is it is just horrible, horrible. It's everything I hated about high school. It's and yeah, maybe it's doing a good job of representing that, but the move the story it's trying to tell at the heart of it is terrible. It's terrible, terrible, terrible. Everyone's a terrible person in this movie. And not in the ways I think they think they are. Um <laughs> I can't remember why we got up to a thousand though. Like, there's got to be there's got to be a sin. There's a sin where we add doubler or yeah, multi add in there modifier of some sort. Well, you were on this with Danae, and I'm sure there was something where Danae was like, uh, you know, that's five hundred. You know, that's yeah, nine hundred. Fuck, fuck, fuck all of it. Um, so, oh, this this feels straight up like a Danae movie. I'm surprised she didn't like. That. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, Danae would definitely carry the legwork on this one, but 
it's I mean Anne Hathaway is fantastic in it. I just I feel sad for her that mm-hmm. she was she has this movie now and they made more. Um yeah, I mean, it does well, all of the It made a lot of money though, so of she's probably thankful just because that got her Oh, of course, it launched. I'm sure she loves it. Um, but yeah, I that's, get, that's I get the vehement reaction to that, but is that it? I mean, is the other is is it structured well? Is there you know, does stuff do plans make sense? Do character decisions make sense? Like, is the only thing that makes it sinful just the you can't pretty somebody up and pretend that makes them a better person? No, or? I get it. There is more. It's just yeah. Forgive me. It's been a, I yeeted this out of my brain <laughs> so quickly. Um, there must be I just want to make it. an educated decision here. Because you, you know? haven't seen the movie? Uh, no. I actually, haven't? No, I think I have, but it's been so long. It's been so very long. Go over to Jonathan and I'll come up with something. <laughs> uh, Jonathan, uh, talk a little bit about your uh, voting process here between this and uh, Minority Report. Um, well, I, I mean, I've definitely seen it a few times because uh, of my daughter, but... Um, I, I, it kind of goes away from my memory. Um, Anne Hathaway, like we said, Anne Hathaway is really good. I think that's the main thing about it is that it launched Anne Hathaway. So that's like the one thing we could be thankful for. But other than that, it's pretty bad. And I just, I can't, or definitely, like we talked about, I think, Minority Report, didn't we? Yes. A few weeks ago. Yes. Was I on that one? Um, the, no. Oh, you might have been. How it, it was after got the through, first. But, it was after the first uh, episode. I think it was the second episode. We talked about that. It went up against Unstoppable, and oh, uh, but I haven't. And it was a no, it, no, it no, was a close match. It was a close oh, vote. That's fair. Okay, but those uh, are two. Minority yeah, Report yeah. was the more sinful. I, I I can't figure. I mean, I can't I can't figure out a way to pick anything other than Princess Diaries here. So I'm just going to say that. All right, <laughs> that's Princess, my math. Princess, Princess Diaries is the vote uh, from Jonathan. Uh, Ian, you have something to convince me not to vote Minority Report here? Yeah, no, 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 I do. I've got some good stuff. So we did 100 sins per song that was too on the nose. So every mm. musical choice here, <laughs> the, it's not just that the song is like kind of describing a feeling or emotion. Mm-hmm. It's describing what the protagonist is doing. Right, yeah. So it was like, as I gaze out of the window was one of the lines, as Anne Hathaway is looking out of the mm-hmm. window. As the yeah. birds fly through, free, right. birds are flying free. Um, there was Paolo, um, who is a terrible, terrible person that somehow ends up being a good guy by the end. He's the one in charge of the makeover. Mm-hmm. He's horrible. He's the best buddy by the end. We don't like, we don't like him. Um, and... Just she's being crafted into being this leader of a country, but is being taught the most superficial fucking things about leading. And it's 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 not, it's not, and we're just endorsing a monarchy. It's a dictatorship. <laughs> this this movie endorses everything you Americans should hate. Mm. Uh yeah, I was already gonna vote Princess Diaries. So. Oh thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, goodness. I like I'm scrambling through the script definitely here. has sense. <laughs> Um, you know, Minority Report is not without sin, and we talked about it in the the previous episode where we d- discussed this. In fact, it had enough sins to move on uh, to this round. But yeah, no, I'm I'm not voting against uh, so many Cyrus. feelings, emotions running away with me. Hundred sins, seventy <laughs> percent to thirty percent. My journal. Uh, the audience agrees. Uh, Good. So yeah, Princess Diaries will move on. Oh, and here's the most hypocritical one. What makes you different makes you beautiful. What's there inside you shines through. That's not the message of this movie. (laughs) Thank you, Ian. Thank you. Princess Diaries will face the winner of Jeepers Creepers versus (laughs) Top Gun. Uh, So let's talk a little bit about that. 
Uh, both of these have been discussed before. Uh, Ian and I writing on Jeepers Creepers. Uh, Ian, you were with Chris and Daniel on Top Gun. Um, yeah, we've discussed these before, but Ian, you wrote on both of these. So why don't you kind of start by talking about what makes them sinful as you start to compare these two movies specifically mm -hmm. against each other? Uh, Princess Tyrese deserves an Oscar. Jeepers <laughs> Creepers. <laughs> no. Um, it's, oh, you're, you're comparing apples and oranges here. Jeep, as I've said many times, this time I might actually talk about Top Gun instead of Top Gun Maverick, <laughs> by the way. Um, Jeepers Creepers does the horror stuff, but tropey and bad. It's just a, for me, it's a terrible example of the horror genre and kind of just how to do things, how to do those tropes wrong and not have a good time with it. Um, and Top Gun is a dumb action movie with some questionable um, mach machismo in it. Um, mm. But it's a, it's a fun ride. Um, it, this really comes down to which one I had more more fun with and the weight of the the weight of the sins in jeepers creepers bore me to tears and i would just i would watch top gun a billion times and it gets away with its sins it may have more but it gets away with them because it's using them to further the movie jeepers creepers just feels lazy uh yeah i mean i cannot get past how stupid our protagonists are in Jeepers yes. Creepers. I just like everything they do is for the script, not for an actual authentic human being, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I guess I can understand that some of the, the visuals or characterizations or the fact that it's a sister brother, which isn't, you know, often the case that some of that stuff can kind of be interesting i just uh it is so sinful in my opinion in its construction of its characters and what them to do i will also be voting for jeepers creepers jonathan some thoughts from uh, you um i've never been a huge top gun fan um i like i like maverick quite a bit more than the first one um but uh, but it is enjoyable like it is fun um jeepers creepers probably does have more sense uh i don't dislike jeepers creepers like you guys i mean i don't love it or anything it's very bare bones, I think, to me. And I, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, you know, I don't mind that as long as like the, the suspense and stuff like that's done well. And I'd say about half the movie is kind of creepy. I think the creeper looks cool. Like I love that design uh, of the of the monster. Um, but it's yeah, and I, uh, but it's still I think it's more sinful. I would I, like I probably prefer Jeepers Creepers over Top Gun. At least if I was just going to sit down mm -hmm. and watch one of them, I'd probably pick Jeepers Creepers. Uh, but that could just be I'm more of a horror fan than I am like a airplane movie fan or whatever you call that. Because um, <laughs> all about fighter the pilot movie, yeah, all about the airplane. The Boeing's in this film. It, I, mean, it's, I mean, it's airplane. It's it's aero porn. I mean, that is yes. what that movie is. Um, uh, yeah, no, it's Jeepers Creepers pretty easily. Uh, has to has to go ahead. Ninety percent of the audience agrees. Uh, Ninety to ten vote Jeepers Creepers. All right, our final battle uh, brings us a movie we've talked about and one we haven't yet. At the thirteen seed with a, a buy into this round with two hundred and twenty four sins. Danae and I wrote on fifty first dates uh, and then Dog, which we've talked a little bit about already. Seventy seven sins. That's Jeremy and Ian on that one. Um, we'll start with the one we haven't talked about as much, 50 First Dates. This, of course, is uh, Sandler and Barrymore uh, doing their uh, amnesia romance. Uh, mm -hmm. And the underlying story is that this every day, this woman wakes up and uh, doesn't realize the previous day or days have happened ever since, you know, um, a certain time. So the family watches The Sixth Sense together every single night and she's surprised at the ending. 
um, you know, those kind of things. The the main sins in Fifty First Dates, uh, amongst the uh, the certain hasn't aged well uh, mm. stuff. Which, by the way, wait for a Sandler movie. By Why? the way, I oh, this would be a terrible competition that I also might enjoy the most problematic Sandler movies <laughs> like, or wow. moments. How long have you got? Well, I'm just saying Rob Schneider in 51st dates is basically doing brown face. Like, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's, oh dear. it's really bad. Um, and it has like the, the typical, uh, is that a woman or a man, Ugh. you know, Ooh, gross stuff like it's yeah it's like it's really bad with that stuff this movie Mm -hmm. is really lousy with that stuff but even beyond that uh this amnesia thing makes no sense it makes no sense uh that um, even internally even internally in the movie like it just the 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 way uh, the characters react to it the the things that they do that anybody would uh, suggest to them that the best idea is just to cater to this issue as opposed to, you know, um, where this movie eventually ends up that's, you know, like, oh, well, you know, maybe uh, let's um, have an honest relationship uh, with this uh, movie. Also, the movie never adequately deals with the nightmare scenario that this would be for someone mm-hmm. um especially obvious at the end when she's had kids oh my goodness it doesn't deal with the the waking up and all of a sudden being eight months pregnant and having no clue wait you know it treats the end like he, he's got this uh this setup that he can do every morning for her that's going to just make her accept that all of the sudden she has two children and is on a boat with a strange man totally fine. um and yeah it's just gonna be totally fine because he has a video he has a video that that uh made that explained it all uh anyways lots of sinful stuff in 51st states um ian do you want to talk about dog at all before we vote um no i don't like that movie <laughs> dog i i think the conceit of the movie is a bit broken itself the fact that uh channing tatum's character would be trusted with the dog to do this mission it's it's all of the convoluted like how do we get these two people that are a simile for each other on the road together and just the way he treats this dog is terrible the way he treats humans is terrible he's a terrible person and i don't think the movie i don't think we're supposed to think he's terrible but i mean problematic he pretends to be blind and the movie plays it for absolute laughs that mm. a veteran has to be blind to get a hotel room and it's the miraculous oh my goodness i can see when he mm. gets found out but i th- yeah i think i think it's got to even though i haven't seen it i think 51st states my gut instinct is to always vote sandler for more sinful all right jonathan uh what are your thoughts and what is your vote yeah oh it's it's not even close i haven't seen dog but i can't imagine on any way shape or form it would be more sinful than 50 first days Days is a i i hated that movie when it came out it was such a huge hit it was a hit man Mm -hmm. people loved that uh, movie oh oh it's it's so weird i mean people liked overboard too which was kind of weirdly (laughs) similar um I think like at this like Fifty First Dates like the concept wise it it's not handled well in that movie. I think like if this I don't know who this director would be in two thousand three when this movie came out. But like I always always thought if this came out like in the thirties and forties like Preston Sturges or Howard Hawks or somebody made a screwball comedy out of this script, it would be we would be talking about how brilliant it is. 
but mm, mm-hmm. the way the type of or maybe not but i'm just guessing it would be better than this the type of comedy that they try to go for with it try to just make it like a romantic comedy uh and then do all that stuff that they do it's awful and speaking of real quick about the rob schneider character uh Adam Sandler recently got honored uh, as the Mark Mark Twain Award, something like that. I can't remember. It was one of those like Kennedy Center kind of awards. And so all of his friends got up and spoke about it, spoke about him. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Rob Schneider, I think, references that character and then how fun it was to like play that character or something like that. And I was I remember thinking like that character was super offensive. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and there's like all these people in like, you know, three piece suits at the Kennedy or whatever that was, you know, just now, like, oh yeah, that was amazing. It, uh, uh, listen, I might be wild. missing some context or something and yeah. y- you are more I don't think than... they meant anything bad by it. You, like No, no, no. I, I, I yeah. l- listen, uh, um, quote unquote, offensive or problematic or things that exist outside of their context or or whatever yeah um i i it is not it is very often not with ill intent Mm. right the intent is is not ill it's just a a, there's there's a waking up that needs to happen there's an ignorance that needs to that we all need to deal with and i'm telling you right now 20 years from now we'll look back at our own ignorance on something and go boy i really didn't have my eyes open to that yeah and that's just that's progress you know um but uh that's a wild one because it's hard for it me is. to un- it's hard for me to understand how nobody saw that and so maybe i'm missing a piece of context and if i am that i would i would love to hear it but it's it's so weird how he plays an island person in that in that yeah, movie fair. So, I, I i might be too yeah. well well yeah and and like you know and we like a lot of people defend the robert downey jr you know thing in tropic thunder including me but that was because of but that character is supposed to be that right it's making that's that point yes that's, that's satire this. i yeah. saw an interview yeah. with him and he was asked could you make that film today and he said you could try but it probably wouldn't work i, I think you can because yeah. it I, might be right the same point. but he might be right that it probably wouldn't work and i think that's that is a testament to the ever moving needle in balance mm. of culture right like there's there's this He's not saying he's not at least the way you've stated it. He's not saying he thinks it would be wrong to make it. He's mm-hmm. saying it probably just wouldn't work. Yeah. You'll yeah. hear you'll hear comedians say this too. It's not that you can't tell any joke you want. It's just you have to know the audience changes. You know, mm. through the years, that doesn't make a certain joke wrong and a certain joke right. It just means if you want to get a laugh, you have to know where where culture exactly. is. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So, um, so yeah, uh, there, there's our wow. deep in depth uh, conversation <laughs> oh, for this episode. Cut it. Of uh, Fifty First Dates about a Rob Schneider. <laughs> yes, from Fifty First Dates, uh, it will move on. The audience agrees, sixty to forty percent uh, voted that way. So there you go. Those are the battles for this week. Any overall thoughts, guys? As we kind of work our way through, we're in the second round. Uh, mm. You know, kind of as like one thing I noticed uh, was a lot of oh yeah, this thing's going to win it all. Oh wait, maybe this one will win it all. Oh, um, for sure. I think as we get to like the third, fourth round, it's going to be really, really interesting to see how things uh, shake down. So yeah. yeah, I think the distinction between yeah, that's true. The different type of sinful. So between length or mm-hmm. the weight of the scene, how much the movie doesn't care. It kind of the sins kind of do matter. The types of sins matter is what mm-hmm. I've kind of learned, and that something that I thought would be really safe, like Top Gun or Minority Report, got further than I thought they would, um, based yeah. on the length and and weight of them. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, any final thoughts, Jonathan? Um, well, I actually, it was funny looking at this, and I think I even said this at the beginning that I thought these were going to be pretty hard, but actually about half these matchups were, were pretty simple once we, you know, once they were like said to me, like I could actually hear the movies being said, <laughs> yeah. the titles. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, wait, that's not that big. I mean, we did have a few there, especially at the beginning, like the Halloween Kills and Thor. I cannot believe uh, Halloween but, Kills uh, has been eliminated from this competition. It blows my mind. Was, my my horrible way to decide that. Yeah. It's all my fault. Everybody, <laughs> That's going to be a fun thing for people to come at me for. Like, uh, But uh, yeah, so I don't know. I It's interesting, though, because like you said, it, it's going to depend on the matchup because like, I cannot imagine a scenario where you don't pick Moonfall, but... I mean, we'll see. I think we'll I see. genuinely think it can go all the way. Heard the movie for all we know. I don't. Yeah. I, listen, there's we I mean, even just some of the ones we mentioned today that are in there: Jeepers Creepers, uh, Eternals, yeah. um, Bad Moms Christmas, uh, Thor: Eternals Love and Thunder. Is a strong one. There's, I mean, there's some strong contenders. Uh, so it, it'll yeah. be interesting. Uh, well, thank you guys for uh, listening, hanging out with us uh, again yes. today. Again, go to uh, challenge.com 2022. <laughs> sin battle uh to get your Shalom. votes in and to see the bracket as it progresses and you can kind of look your way uh through there uh by the way all the vote totals are on the bracket as well so like if uh, matches that are over it'll show how many of us voted for you know which one so you can kind of see how the battles went down um you know that eternals beat source code seven zip you know that's uh that's there mm -hmm, as well as all mm -hmm. the others so yeah that's uh challenge.com slash 2022 challenge sin battle well that's gonna do it for behind the sins this week don't forget to uh, make sure you're subscribed and go ahead and leave a comment or rating as well feel free to hang out with us on twitter we're at cinema sins bts so for ian whittington jonathan watkins a serving of ball pasty and myself <laughs> we will see you next time i didn't mess with his outro thanks for listening send any feedback to bts at cinemasins.com and be sure to subscribe rate and comment find more ways to connect by visiting cinemasins.com slash bts yes we should definitely just spend the entire outtakes talking about <clears throat> My name is Bo. We should. Bo was never really here. It's a, a, like a plausible title for the movie. Mm -hmm. Yep. Midsome Bo. <laughs> Heredibo. What's your favorite break the silence mouth noise? Just a pop? Yep. I don't have many mouth noises that I can do. Mm. What's yours? I know yours is probably the, the trilling whistle. <clears throat> the trilling whistle is has been my go-to for a long time. Mm-hmm. But I also do like that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Was there an awkward silence between us, Aaron? No, there was a silence. I was not having any awkward feelings. If you were, I apologize. Uh, I was not until you asked what my mouth noises were about. So what kind of deep religious conversation were we having in your dreams last night, Ian? Oh, yeah. No, that happened. Um, so I had, I had in my dream, mm -hmm. this wasn't Ian. Ian didn't do this. Dreamy and did this important distinction. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, I won't cut out any of this context. <laughs> I made the mistake of being with you in a room, and I said, um, "It's really disappointing that Danae believes in all of that God stuff." Uh huh. Not realizing the person I was sat next to also has a belief in God stuff. <laughs> so in and your dream, in your dream, you didn't know. No, I knew I was sat next to Aaron. Okay. But in that, as I uttered that sentence. Any concept of Aaron's belief system uh -huh. was out of the window. Uh -huh. It was gone.
Okay. All right. But then it came back. Then it came because you said, huh, tell me more about that, Ian. Because, <laughs> and this is exactly how the conversation would have gone. Correct. That's exactly what I would say. You would yes. say, tell me about that. You wouldn't have been offended. You would uh-huh. say, tell me about that because I too am a person of faith. Where, mm-hmm. tell me yeah. more. Tell me more. Yeah. yeah. Well, where does the disappointment come from? Yeah. And why did you confide in me about this? <laughs> Amazing. How long did the conversation go on? Until Yogi Bear came in and warned us about a forest fire. Oh, that is gener- generally not Yogi's realm of responsibility. <laughs> no, is he supposed to be in the picnic baskets? Yeah, Smokey the Bear is the one in Smokey general. Smokey the Bear, Got that's it. the PSA. Mm-hmm. I mean, Yogi Bear probably would warn. I think he cares. Yeah, he probably is <laughs> not a big fan of them. I imagine Yogi himself is probably like, you know, I don't want, fire. I don't want to uh, die woo-woo. burning. You know. <laughs> There's a there's a tree burning over here. Boo boo. Hey boo boo. Boo boo. Our entire lives are destroyed. I think we're going to die now. Do you know if fur burns before skin melts? <laughs> <laughs> Ian, did you want to tell Jonathan about our screening of uh, Mother? I mean, Bo is afraid. <laughs> Wasn't Mother. <sighs> so, I'm seeing it tonight. No spoilers for the movie at all. But there are some. There are as a as you'd expect with an Ari Aster movie. There are moments in it. And the person next to me, this is a three-hour movie. The person sat next to me, I would say was my age or slightly younger. Um, And I would say, on average, every seven to eight minutes, and I'm being generous, he would cycle through either, (sighs) Jesus, wow. But it's the wow as if he's at like a modern art museum and he's really digging oh. the modern art, which is probably the perfect metaphor for this. Uh-huh. And he's just going oh, and like covering his face and like, but what happened on screen was the most mundane <laughs> thing you could possibly imagine. <laughs> now, so there were wow things. Yes, there were wow things, you, but. You didn't mind the like his, his like, his interest. It was just what was on screen didn't what, really make a lot of sense. Exactly. What he there yeah. were some moments where it made sense because when he's doing it all of the time, occasionally a psychic is going to predict something that happens. He's going to land on something that actually was shocking. <laughs> but for most of it, yeah. it was just like I, we've seen this before, and he's just like it was as he, if it was the first movie. He's, he's the guy ever, that goes to the forest, watched. and he's like these trees, man. Yeah. <laughs> My experience of the summer was okay. My hereditary theatrical experience is one of the worst I've ever had. It was. Because everybody, like, no one knew what to make of it, I think, majority of the people. Because I was just, like, at an AMC, like, on a mm-hmm. like a Tuesday evening. And mm. uh, you could tell people were just getting really uncomfortable. So they would just, like, say stupid shit. And it was just a bunch of different people, like, saying stuff and uh, loudly explaining to their a date what was going on. Just all <laughs> uh-huh. the kinds of stuff. People no. laughing at the weirdest things, like the Tony Collette death scene. Like, it was just weird. It yeah, was I didn't the, laugh at that. I, think, I would have actually I think people were just really uncomfortable. I and I think sometimes that turns in like people like laugh at a funeral. I mean, mm-hmm. just to break the tension because they're watching some weird I stuff. I think some of the humor is intentional. Yeah, it absolutely what, is. He's admitted that. Hereditary he, Midsummer, Midsummer. Absolutely. I think, yeah, I think he, he has a, a definite, like, I think we've even talked in the, did we talk in the outtakes about the sex scene in, in Midsummer at some point yeah, of we, some yeah, show? We definitely I, talked yeah, about I don't know what, no, we did. what happens where. Yeah. But like parts of that, like the pushing of the butt or whatever, he yes. is absolutely laughing when he stages oh, that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know. You want us to do what and now? I'm, I'm glad that's the case because if not, I'd be really concerned about that dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bo is afraid is not going to assuage that in any way. Um, but no, the only time he deviated from, well, Jesus or 
was there is a scene where someone is getting attacked and he just goes yes <laughs> and just like fist pumps <laughs> yeah just a strange experience i just i want to know what was going through his head I want to know the sentences that came after the wow and the Jesus and the gasp. I was like, mm-hmm. so what is what was it in that moment that made you go? Well, he was sitting to your left and you yeah. were sitting to my left. Mm-hmm. And so pretty early on, he did like a wow. And I thought maybe it was you. And I literally, <laughs> I don't know if you remember this. I literally turned to you and gave you a look like, yeah. like what was that about? It. And you were smiling. I was like, oh, it's the person next to <laughs> <Yeah>. him. Because <laughs> I looked at you like four or five times. I'm like, are you hearing this? <laughs> yeah. So neither of you liked it or you're, it's just a lot to process or what? Man, we had a, this is one of the most in-depth debates we've had on a car ride home from a movie. And I don't think we got anywhere with it. Aaron, do, do you want to share? No, I can talk about it. I think it's a masterpiece. Uh, I think it might be better than Midsummer. Cool. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Aaron will be playing the part <laughs> of Ian in this conversation. Uh, I think it's fine. I think, uh, I think there's a barrier to entry that I'm fine with. Like I, I'm glad it exists. I'm glad it's a big swing. It just missed That's me. That's what I hear. Yeah, it just missed me. And I'm, I feel exactly the same. But it hit me. Like yeah. my, my final sentence on there is, I liked it. Yeah. No, that's cool. I just, I get tired of people just uh, justifying something as good just because it took a swing. You know, it's like right, right. That doesn't always mean it's a good movie. No, but it, do, but I still am glad. Like you know, it doesn't necessarily. Yeah, no, no. I, yeah, me too. But I think there are some movies that really, I don't know. I think they're like. Uh, what was it? Oh, Halloween Ends is a great example. Like a lot of people defend that movie. Ugh, and I think their only reason is because it takes a big swing. But it's we're, like just because it takes a big swing doesn't mean. Yeah, but there's a difference anything. between taking a big swing at the ball and turning around at home plate and swinging towards the catcher. <laughs> like, <that's>... yeah. <laughs> and we will go. Mm. Or will we? Or will we? Bum, bum, bum. <gasps> wow. <laughs> He's wow. drinking water. <laughs> yeah. I'm, wow. yeah. If, I wish it had been Owen Wilson next to you. Yeah. That would have been amazing. <laughs> yeah. wow. wow. Man, that bow really wow. was afraid. Wow. Wow. Oh, wow. God, he's like the new Christopher Walken. We're like, nobody uh-huh. actually sounds like him. No, they just over no. Yeah.